Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, good morning, Tim. Uh, happy Friday to you. Yeah, about those revenue shortfalls, and we knew they would be there. I don't know if anybody really was able to get a handle on predicting. Well, now we don't have to predict, as, as State Rep. Houston Gaines was saying. We do have some sense of where we are. I suppose from a budget-writing perspective, that makes it a bit easier for you folks. At least you know what you're up against. It certainly does, Tim. And, um, you know, there's so many things that go into it, and the timing is the biggest part. Um, I think, as Houston mentioned, I mean, many of us were, were ready to be back. Um, obviously, uh, the pause in the session uh, created some hardships on people that had primaries and uh, obviously going into a campaigning season and all that. So, you know, all that gets put on hold. So certainly we're ready to not only get done with session but get everything uh, in a place that's uh, best. But we had to wait, um, you know, and fortunately uh, it looks like – the things that uh, Governor Kent has led us through, you know, having to make some really tough decisions, um, you know, with changing data with COVID every day, you know, making some really tough decisions on exactly what to do uh, with shelter-in-place orders and, and all the executive orders he had to go through to kind of uh, balance keeping Georgians safe but really doing the best to get the economy going. Um, we've seen that those things have worked. Um, we, you know, we flattened the curve. Uh, our numbers in, with COVID have stayed steady, um, and people are acting more and more responsible as those directives have uh, been given. And you can see what happened in May um, to, to bounce back from a, a 30 36% drop in April to only a 10% drop in May. Uh, obviously, that gives me great encouragement of what we might see in June. And often, as I've talked to people who are extremely concerned, as, as we all are, of what might have to get cut from this budget currently, uh, you know, it would it would do nothing uh, but <laughs> bring me some joy to see our economy continue to bounce back and and heck have to call us in to uh, restore some of the cuts that we're about to have to make because we've gotten back on track uh, all while. Pe- people uh, staying safe and healthy. You know, I was just about to ask that because it, it did occur to me as you were as you were stepping through at least what's possible that, that you would see a rebound in June. Okay, might it be that you'd have to come back? That'd be a happy problem to have and, and one we would certainly hope you'd have to confront. Meantime, you, you play it where it lies and you have to go in there and make some of these cuts. Uh, and that will, as we were just discussing with Senator Frank again, he says it certainly looks like there would have to be furloughs and layoffs and job cuts. It's difficult to imagine how you cut that deeply without those things yeah i mean there's so many things that are unique to 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 the situation i mean obviously we've never dealt with a pandemic where it shut down literally everything um and when it's so unique it's hard to say exactly how that's going to play out when you're looking at the budget i think everything's unfortunately going to kind of be on the table that might be you know some furloughs that might be just some significant cuts to some funding um it's all on the table. It's a. It's. It's. This is not the. This is not the part of the job that you want to be a, a part of. Is cutting cutting things like this. Um, 
because, you know, I think we've done a really good job over the last several years. I mean, let's not forget the fact that, uh, you know, fiscally over the last several years, what Georgia has done to build a, a cash reserve that has actually allowed us to stay afloat through this shutdown for the fiscal year 2020. Um, you know, everything we're talking about, obviously, is is to uh, cut into the fiscal year 2021. But we've had some significant shortfalls, obviously, in April and now May, and we will uh, most likely in June. Um, but if we had not been fiscally responsible uh, in the last several years to build up that reserve for the, for the state of Georgia, we would be in a really bad position. Fortunately, those fiscal decisions were made wisely. We put ourselves in a position of being able to maintain this process or maintain this kind of a dip. And we'll get back to having those cash reserves on hand. Um, that's one of the things we talk about when the economy gets going again. Um, obviously, you know, some of those cuts will probably stay intact in until some of that reserve starts to build back up so that if anything happens like this again, we're also in a very fiscally responsible position to be able to maintain. And uh, State Rep. Marcus Weedauer, Republican Oconee County, legislative session to resume Monday in Atlanta. Any, from your perspective, any need for the legislature to take up anything for the legislature to address? And would there be time to deal with some of the election issues we saw this week, uh, specifically Fulton and DeKalb counties, but other places around the state, too, the problems with the voting machines, the poll workers, and some of the voters? Any of that that needs legislative scrutiny? Well, I'll tell you right now, Sam, what I want to do is... <laughs> I want to give a shout-out to Charlotte Sosby of the Athens elections and Fran Leathers of the, of the Oconee County elections. I mean, you, you, they, they did a great job of having their poll workers prepared and ready. Um, when everybody got to the polls Tuesday, uh, we didn't see any of the issues that we've seen in other parts of the state. And that really started – it does start at home. You know, um, they got directions and from the Secretary of State. They followed them. They educated their people. They obviously have a great team together uh, to put that uh, to take on an election like that. Again, they were put in some really tough situations this year with pushing these elections back twice already. Um, so, you know, there was a lot of opportunity for things to slip through the cracks. But those those two people did a great job of having having us ready for those elections. Uh, hate, hate crimes legislation. Uh, there are those who are saying that uh, it, there may be time, and there certainly they would say the need to get a hate crimes bill passed. Now, you folks in the House had addressed that uh, before everything shut down in March. What's left to do uh, besides work in the Senate, obviously? Yeah, the Senate's taking it up, and uh, we look forward to seeing what they do with it. Obviously, every bill that we deal with, I mean, it can go through so many variations of, uh, you know, how it's written. Uh, I Look, I hope to be there 11 days. I know I heard Frank say that, uh, you know, we may only get to day 38. Um, you know, we got elected. We got put to, you know, we're supposed to be down there working. So if we want to do 11 days, I'm up for it. And if we have time to get it all through, I would love to see all a lot of legislation get through. And finally, quickly, any concern on your part, uh, the coronavirus constraints, there will be limitations on what you folks can do by way of social distancing. Uh, what do you look for and what do you expect? What do you worry about? Um, you know, Tim, I think that, uh, again, back to my earlier comment of people being responsible, I mean, I think that's what I've been, you know, I've been speaking it uh, for the last couple of months. You know, right now for people, you got to meet people where they are, where they're at, Um you know, if somebody's going to give you a fist bump or an elbow, it just that's just how it is. You know, it is, and 
Um, we're looking at some really interesting situations at the Capitol. Um, looks like our House chamber is going to be spread out into three different locations across the Capitol. Uh, we'll have people in the chamber, people in the gallery, people in a, in a, uh, the different room. So I don't even know where I'm going to be sitting. Um, <laughs> don't know exactly how the voting process is going to function. My understanding is we're going to leave the machines open longer to, to give us time to, I guess, some of us walk in, walk out situation to vote. Um, a lot of those things, the procedural stuff, uh, obviously, it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. So just anxious to get back down there and get to work. All right, uh, State Rep. Marcus Weedauer, Oconee County Republican. Best of luck, and we'll talk again soon. Thanks for your time this morning. Thanks, Tim. <laughs> Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.